Hey, friends, it's really happening. Uh, we're doing a live show in San Diego, July 30th, at the American Comedy Club. It's July 30th at 8 p.m. We'll do stand-up, and afterwards we're going to do the pod. And uh, we'd love to see you there. Maybe afterwards we'll uh, go to Tijuana, see what happens out there. So um, this is going to be our last live show in Southern California for quite a while. Um, turns out we can't do the L.A. PodFest uh, due to scheduling conflicts. So come join us. We love to meet the 12 and a half and uh, looking forward to having a fun night. See you there. Now entering Nerdist.com. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with T.J. Miller. I'm back with T.J. Miller. Thanks for coming back, T.J. I'm just I'm going to stay in Nebraska until you stop husking right. these corns. I think, I, yeah, again, as a corn shucker, I'm shucking the husks from the cob. <laughs> Look, I'm I'm here to if you if you don't understand You're this episode so far, you better go back. Yeah, you got to go all the way back. Previously on cashing in with T.J. Miller, to Shay Shay. <laughs> That's all Three snaps and a butt slap. <laughs> Rule number one. How do I know you're not a cop? All right. I think you're all caught up. Uh, I think you, yeah, you got to go back go to all the, the way beginning back. of the last episode, but not all the way back to the beginning of the podcast series. Yeah, you just go back because what happened is T.J. Miller, just to kind of catch you up, that's T.J. Miller with two uh, uh, periods in there. Yeah, I'm so sick of people spelling my name without periods because... Well, essentially, you're just calling me Tudge, you know? It's like when a girl named Catherine with a C, if somebody spells it with a K, I mean, she goes fucking nuts. She just loses it. She pulls out two Bowie knives and said, you can call me David Bowie because Earth to Major Tom. <laughs> you know, or whatever. Ground control to Major Tom. Yeah, that's your... I'll just sing if I have why any don't opportunity. You start doing, I was going to say, why don't you begin the process of doing a podcast? <laughs> because I've told you, you uh, every time, every moment you're not a rock star, life is a series of compromises. I, I mean, think when you realize true. you can't be a rock star, it's over. It's over for me. I didn't get to be a rock star. I didn't get to be a Major League Baseball player. Look at me. You're a comedian. I'm alone in a hotel room <laughs> surrounded by corn. Well, and that's the thing and that I mean. So you're shucking them and jiving them? That maybe I should it's just. It's a say, terrible existence. I, look, I jive. I can't get any other guests. I jive to the shucking of Are the. Are you corn. starting to notice you've done the show a lot? What do you mean? It seems like you've been on my show a lot. Have you noticed that? I mean, I, I enjoy being on it. I like having you. You're one of my favorite guests. But yeah. have you noticed that? What, that I've been on it more than yeah, a few times? Yeah, I'm just saying, yeah, life know, is a series of compromises. I know I've been you on it. You think I don't want to interview times. anyone else? Well, I, I've been on it at least 10 or 15 times, I think, for it's sure. It's a lot. You're one of my most popular guests. I am such, I am such an honored yeah. and to, <laughs> to, to agree to that with Hald. Um, I guess I should tell you, though, Cash, that in between doing the last podcast and this one, I, I've shucked my last corn. What? Yeah, I finished shucking. Are you serious? So you're going to leave Nebraska? This husky boy is going to husk no more. Wow, I did, this is this is a revelation. Yeah, but I don't mean that I've stopped shucking corn. I mean I'm going to continue shucking my way across the United States. Oh, you're going to shuck your um, way? Yeah, shucking across the USA. Oh, so, so there's no reason for this episode. I just stayed in Nebraska to convince the you. The issue to is, leave. is that I have shucked every cob in the county. Really? In fact, I've shucked all the cobs in all the state of Nebraska. Oh boy. So that's part of it, okay. you know? I mean, I, once you've shucked all the corn, I'd have to wait until the next harvest, which I don't even know when that is, because the only thing I know about agriculture is that it has the word agra in it. Yeah, and that's, that's the first thing you notice when you, when you say the word. Well, unless you're dyslexic. <laughs> and it's just about the last thing that comes around butts you in the butt. <laughs> right? 
You know, we were in the middle of a, uh, a triple banger lightning round. We were indeed. Let's uh, return to that first. Talk, you know, yeah. you refuse to put a woman's foot in your mouth, your wife's foot in your mouth. You've said that you're really I, against that. You know, since we Have last you ever saw bit each other, a butt. A bit a butt? Yes. Um, actually bit one? Yeah. I have not. You've never bitten a butt? No, never bit one. You never took a bite on a baby's butt? Like no. one of your sweet, sweet babies? No, no. You've never had a bite of a lady's butt? No, apparently there's a lot of things that I am that I have to look forward to. I, I thought my life was that. a series of compromises, <laughs> but apparently there's... Well, here's what I don't understand is, and this is really what I don't understand is, you know, what... I guess just simply that, like what... What have you done? You know, because you haven't. I, I just wanted to know. I, I don't think it's a common thing, and you guys write us, but I think it's a common thing to bite a person's butt. But I've bit, you know, I'll bite a butt if it comes down to. In it. what scenario are we talking about here? It's usually a sexual scenario. Okay. Because it would be nature. awkward, like in line at the DMV. But I'll go for it there, too. You don't bite a stranger's butt. That's, I've That's never... one of the golden rules. That is two of the golden rules, in yeah. fact, I think. That was actually uh, amongst the Ten Commandments. Thou don't shalt bite, not a, bite the butt of a neighbor of a, stranger. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. That's yeah. exactly right. Yeah. Yeah, so I just I wanted to check on that. So let's return to the Triple Banger Lightning Round. The Triple round. Banger Lightning Round, uh, this is question three. Yeah, if uh, I recall, again, if, we were on question three. Yeah, and again, so. if none of this makes sense, go back to the last episode. It was it You're was uh, have to go it was back. lightning in a bottle. It was lightning in a bottle, uh, a pretty big bottle, so you almost wouldn't notice the lightning. No, but it was you know it was a lightning That's in a bottle. That's an interesting thing. If the bottle's big enough, then the, it doesn't matter if you have the lightning. Like if you think about it, if the bottle's as big as the state of Nebraska, or even bigger. Let's say the bottle is bigger than the universe. Maybe the whole universe is inside a bottle. And so the then lightning, lightning inside it of it, barely it, even anything, it would be yeah. minuscule. So you have to be, you have to specify uh, how big the bottle is for me to be impressed. Is is lightning in a bottle more impressive, as impressive, or less impressive than static cling in a thimble? <laughs> is that about the same thing? If the ratio of the bottle mm-hmm. to the amount of electricity is the same, I think we need a pie graph for that. I, we got to get one. Might let's do call some sleep in. Yes. Yes. This okay. this this calls for a Farmerian to solve this problem. A, far, a Farmerian approach to this <laughs> equation. Triple Baker Lightning Round question one. Question, question number question three, three actually. Three three. Um, who's more in need of a PR firm, uh, a public relations firm? Uh, I'm sorry. The firm stands for public relations. Who's more in need of a oh, public? The PR stands yes. for public relations. Yes, okay, now exactly. I'm on board. Now, yeah. now I'm on board. Now <laughs> I'm more, on board. Who's more in need of a public relations firm? Uh, jerk chicken, idiot savant, fool's gold, or softwood floors? Jerk chicken. I think it's fine. You disagree? Uh, you I, you think that helps? Well, it's not that it helps, it's but it's Jamaican. Not only right. is it, should it's be called going to be rude to you. It should be called Jaken. Oh, I thought you were saying like jerk, jerk, jerk. Here's one of the many male perks of having a dick on my pelvis to work. I mean, work. fool's gold I mean, just yeah. insults you before you've even. Yeah, I mean, you, you feel not, like you found something, and yeah, it's, it's like a, easy. it's maybe a, it's like a, a gold version of punked. Yeah. Yeah, sort of. Um, give me the other ones, though, besides Fool's Idiot Gold. Savant. Yeah. And then what else? I mean, uh, Softwood Floors. I think Idiot Savant, you know, because Idiot leads, and not many people know. Everyone knows what Idiot is. Mm-hmm. Very few people know what Savant is. You know, there's a Steve Martin joke. I'm an Idiot Savant. Hold the Savant, you know, or emphasis on the, mm-hmm. emphasis on the Idiot. Yeah. And uh, I just think it would be better if it was like, not stupid, but something, you know, unintelligent savant. I guess it just doesn't totally work. See, I think it should be soft wood floors. Really? Why? Because everyone loves, it's always, uh, we have hardwood floors. Yeah. What about the softwood floors? Nobody ever mentions the softwood floors. Do those exist? Well, that's exactly. They must. If there's hardwood floors, there has to be. This is a terrible, be, there this has is to a terrible be, question. No, there has to be. To, I have there, to. There has to be softwood Everything floors. you said was real. And then the answer that you think is right may not even be a thing. You literally. I'm going to look it up right now. Do it. You're softwood, like, there has to be softwood floors. No, you're like, fool's We don't even know this, about them. That. 
Well, that then yes, they would need a PR. But for look, I don't need to reason. look anything up. There, if there's hardwood floors, that, there has to that be that softwood floors. That means you don't think that there's softwood floors. Okay, I didn't want to. I didn't want to. Uh, okay, you he talk. You talk while other, I'm looking. It up. He didn't want to reach over to the computer that was a few inches away from the microphone, <laughs> and maybe that's an indication of how much Cash Levy cares about. The I don't show even like softwood floors. Weekly. I don't even like softwood floors. While I'm looking this up, I think it's. I think softwood floors or hardwood floors. Are I don't. I don't I, I don't like. I think that's what softwood floors are. Okay. It's carpeting. Okay. Well, then they should have. They should call themselves softwood floors. Then. I don't think so. And here's the other thing, carpeting is way better than. I don't like hardwood floors ever. Hmm. Now, why? Are why you do people love? Okay. I'm just asking. I'm just wondering because I don't think that floors. this is a real thing. And I yeah, actually yeah. think you all should I take see. this. Softwood flooring. Some... Let me see this. Look at this. Look at this. Images for softwood flooring right here. See. Natural vertical softwood flooring. Yeah. There you go. Consider Consider softwood flooring. flooring. It says here, consider softwood flooring carpeting. That's what they say. No, it doesn't. Look at that. There's pictures of wood. That's that looks to be soft. Hardwood flooring is a well sought after feature for many modern homes. But why not use softwood? We just installed a pinewood floor in our barn and couldn't be happier with the rustic look and reasonable price tag. Also, it's cr- incredibly flammable. <laughs> <coughs> Excuse me. This softwood floors are making me lose my dick. Wait, does it say that? Uh, that's in the fine print. That's testimony. And you know what? They need they need better PR if, if, if it says that. If no one's even known it. But I'd prefer, look at this, costly and so finely finished that you're best to avoid walking on it. But I'd prefer not to tippy-toe around my own home. Tippy-toe. That's an interesting. On the contrary, I love old distressed floors that bear a well-worn marks of many spills and stumbles. Since softwoods are generally, you guessed it, softer than hardwoods. Wow, this is exciting. This is all from apartmenttherapy.com. Are you going to... They are more inclined to take an aged country character... And you know what? If money is an issue, you can get reclaimed flooring. I mean, you guys got to go to apartmenttherapy.com. Okay. So you have to take back what you said, that it's the worst question in history. Uh, you're right. It's only one of the worst. It's not the worst <laughs> question. Look, I think, I think all houses, if it were my choice and I could just do my house the way I wanted to, I would have uh, rugs you know, or uh, carpets, I should say. And I would also have them on the walls. Hmm. I like, I like, have you ever been in a house where that, there was a, an old comedy condo in Sacramento that used to have that, where the rugs were actually on the walls, on all the walls. So, so it, was, it was the same on the walls as it was beneath your feet. Yeah. And it you was liked great. that. I yeah. liked it. Made right me feel that. safe. So you can made run me, against the wall. It made me feel safe. But the ceilings weren't carpeted. The ceilings weren't carpeted. feels claustrophobic. Right. Maybe. Yeah. Um, it feels pretty claustrophobic to imagine... Being in a room, like imagine if the carpet under the, our very feet at this point was all over the walls. That would be nearly terrifying. I don't understand the advantage of hardwood floors. I think it's a uh, sort of a mystique type thing. I think people. Oh, like, I prefer. I don't, I don't like carpet. See, I think people like how it sounds. It makes them feel grandiose. No, I love it. Why I love do people walking like it? around on hardwood floors? Why? It just feels good. They're much easier to clean. You know, I just like it. I like getting up and walking around on hardwood floors. Okay. Let's talk about bird baths for a second. Let's talk about it. Let's have a bird bath conversation. Let's talk I about think it. We, think we just did. Triple banger, lightning, lightning round, round. Auxiliary, auxiliary round. Auxiliary round. round. This actually was sent by uh, John Stark, and I thought it was interesting. He wrote, uh, better place to store pornography, between the mattresses, safety deposit box, or in the freezer in a vacuum-sealed pouch. Or in a freezer in a vacuum-sealed pouch. <laughs> what do you think? I think it's a little awkward. I think, uh, uh, um, you know, in the, the freezer and vacuum-sealed pouch is a little embarrassing because people will still see it. You know, they're going for some ice cream. And they're like, who are these girls yeah. from Boca Raton? Right. Say, which, well, is the, which is my porn magazine. Yeah, which the is girls a great from one. Boca It's Raton. all elderly, over-tanned women. Yeah. 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 <laughs> who are all divorcees. I mean, safety deposit box seems like a lot to go through to find the pornography, unless it's vintage pornography. Usually when you want the pornography, you don't want to have to go down to the bank, uh, find your safe deposit box key, and, and pull out the pornography. Right. I, so I, I have think between the mattresses is kind of a good standby. Can, uh, on KinoVideo.com, you can buy sort of 
you know, it's vintage pornography, and it's from when they used to use, you know, old, old film cameras in the early 1900s, and of course they did some pornography and they found it. If you had original prints of those put in the safety deposit box, I think between the mattresses is just as likely to be found. Don't you think? I mean, people are flipping mattresses and seeing porn. Might as well keep it. You got to put it in a vacuum sealed plastic bag, then put that in a, um, you know, an epoxy sealed Ins- Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Oh, tank. I see. Yeah. Okay. So if you put it inside the food at the mm-hmm. very bottom, mm-hmm. mm. I. I, I cleaned Are up. Are you imagining, what are you imagining right now? DVDs or Oh, no, I'm, 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 I'll tell you why I'm picturing magazines. Because uh, I recently was cleaning out my drawer and I found my first, my only, I've only owned uh, one. That's it? Porn, pornographic magazine. I don't know really? how it came to be. Right. And uh, I felt very sentimental about it. Is that weird to be have no, sentimental I think porn? That's exactly right. I and I, like some, I didn't want to I throw it away. That I, yeah, when I that I bought when I was eighteen. Yeah, it was it was it's very soft. It's like softwood floors, really. Okay, it's the softwood porn. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not very. It's you really can't see porn can't soft. see much. Yeah. It's almost just maybe one nipple. In yeah, one shot, and so, much. or if it's two nipples that they're only on. It's practically one breast. a fashion yeah, magazine at this breast. point. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Practic- it's practically a fashion magazine. But I felt sentimental, and I didn't want to throw it away. Is that mm. is that strange? No, I think that that's a common thing. I still have two pornographic magazines, or three, from when I was eighteen. The first ones I ever bought. You know, I got a Playboy and a, a Hustler, and I think a Smut magazine. There used to be one called Smut. Smut. They just just broke it down that way. That would be like pornographic. It's just the name of another one. <laughs> you know, we talked about this, and let's move it along to uh, where were you? Where were you? I've, I've, uh, you know, I love swimming, and I bought, I, I found these goggles that, uh, that just work really well. And I've had goggles that haven't worked for about fifteen years. Right. Tried a lot of different brands. Finally, found one that really works. Yeah. And I'm considering putting one. I bought about eight pairs because I know they'll change this style next week, and and it won't. They won't work anymore. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to put one of the pairs in a safe deposit box. But I've told you, which I think is a good idea. Yeah. I'm not joking. In a you vacuum sort of asked, sealed pouch. Do you pouch. think that's strange? And I said no because. I've never owned sunglasses that I really liked, and I've never liked having expensive sunglasses. And then I found the sunglasses that I wear, they're Villa Brequin sunglasses, and they're rubber, they're indestructible, and they fit my head perfectly. And so I did, I went out and I bought about 15 pairs, about 10 pairs. It was a lot of money, but I'm going to use them for the rest of my life. I can't see me wearing different sunglasses because I have all different colors. I can't see me wearing different sunglasses in the next 10 years. I'm serious about that. Where do you keep them? I keep them in my home. But I don't have them in a safe. I just have them in the shelves above the kitchen island. Mm, I see. Yeah. We were talking last night, uh, just to segue here, about uh, we had a long discussion last night about pineapples. This was a big one, guys. And, you know, a lot of times we talk about various fruits and we can use derogatory (laughs) terms. We can be a little bit more philosophical. But this particular, I think, was a – it taught us a lot about fruits ourselves and the nature of human existence with a Z in general. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, you mentioned that people really don't talk enough about the fact that a pineapple is not just uh, practical – uh, but you know you can eat it, but you also can wear it as a hat afterwards. Yes, and there's you can wear very it as a few. Hat. Yeah, there's very few, very few fruits that when you finish the whole thing, you still have a little bit at the end that you can put on as sort of a a fruitful yarmulke. Exactly, you know, it's it's a, it's functional, uh, yet it's festive. And that was the big thing that we were talking about. Was yeah. everything should be functional? Life, and life is the fusion between function. And festivity. Yeah. And you and I have a relationship that's very interesting, I think, because when I'm functional, you're festive. And when you're festive, I'm functional. And we kind of yeah. oscillate very well between those two things. But that's what we realized is, is a, the pineapple is the fruit representation of the unity <laughs> of f- function and uh, festivity. <laughs> because that's important. You have to be able to – And at the time, you were wearing uh, a, a beautiful suit with a tie and also uh, basketball shoes. Which, Purple basketball yeah, they're not shoes. basketball shoes. They're Nike low tops that are have an Easter theme. 
Okay. <laughs> okay. But uh, no, that's right. And we, you know, we had talked about that and sort of, you know, and you said, well, your form and your festivity. And I said, you're the same thing. Because um, for you, you know, function may be wearing a shirt that's 25 years old and has more holes in it than fabric, you know. <laughs> but you're also a festive guy because you'll yell, we need to ret- matriculate down to the waterfront. <laughs> if we stay here, the party dies. Is that a good impression? Is that uh, it's what you sound you like that? to everybody else? Yeah, I'm sure you can't hear it yourself. Just like you know, well, we let's all let's compare smell. it right now, back to back. If we stay here, if we stay the here, party the party dies. dies. <laughs> yeah, very similar. It's pretty seriously yeah, similar. Yeah, yeah, you're good. Um, you're good. You know, my thing is. Uh, I think that that's... When I pass away, I thought you had passed away, but when I pass away, would you be willing to do a one-man show as me and do those impressions? I don't think so. No. And especially because you'll never know whether or not I did it. So I guess I should say yes, I will. We talked about this last night. I'm still sort of... I'm still stunned that I'm going to die at some point. Yeah, we did talk about this. I really felt like I was going to be the guy that was going to beat it. I thought I was. I you really were did be not the believe one to do it before. Yeah, I thought I'd be the one to kind of outsmart this thing. And uh, you know, about five <laughs> years ago, I found out that maybe it's not as likely. But I really thought I could beat this. Yeah. You know. I mean, I think that's interesting. I think there's a lot of people that, in the back of their minds, don't think they're going to die. They don't think it's, it's just, possible. They're not considering it. Could it. never happen. Like it's next so week. far off. Everybody says, like, what's the point of thinking about it? And I think you'll be much happier if you start thinking about it today now i'm lucky because i almost died in 2010 so i understood how real it was and also how not scary it is because i sort of had that period where i had essentially you know been dead i was having the seizures blacked out you told a story on the morning uh tv show yesterday which the uh, omaha morning which which i want to repeat because it's funny i I went on you had a choice i didn't realize you had a choice oh yeah they said Uh, yeah they said you know a big thing there was he said, now, this is an elective surgery. You don't have to do it. Um, but, you know, we recommend it. There's a 10% fatality rate, you know, so conservatively one out of 10 people die every single time, perhaps more. And, you know, he said, you know, so you don't have to get the surgery. But And I said, well, what happens if I don't get it? And he said, well, you'll probably die in your mid-30s. And I remember thinking, I think you should include that in the choice. <laughs> I think a big part of the decision yeah. is going to end up being – it's hinging really on that one piece of information. Right, right. How you long know? you're going to last. And so uh, – and, you know, I said, well, is it going to change You know, if I'm funny or not because I kind of make a living off of my charisma and my sense of humor. And I remember distinctly his reaction was kind of like, who cares? You know, we're talking about life and death here. Just get the thing. It's kind of like, I don't know. I don't know if you'll still be funny afterwards. And the way he said that, it felt like he hadn't thought I was funny up until that point, which I was being very genial and uh, and jocular. You were the entire time. We, that from I was what there. I understand, you had a pineapple on your head. I mean, I had I had so a you had the festive. Somewhere. Let me put it that way. You had way. the festive yeah. thing going. You know, T.J. Miller's tomato. I, you know, I had a little pineapple while I was there too. Um, and I think and it wasn't just because pineapple makes your ejaculate taste sweeter. You know. It was that festivity and that function. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I sort of said, all right, well, let's roll the dice. But he really kind of was like, that's the dumbest question I've ever heard, which is crazy because if I was a pianist and he said, your hands are atrophying and they may get better right. or they may get gangrene, you'll have to cut them off. You know, and I said, well, what are the chances of me having to cut them off? Because I make my living with my hands. He'd be like, you know, you're right. I just let's, right. let's we really can't know. take this risk. Right. Instead, I'm like, look, I make a lot of really funny faces and some weird noises. Is that going to be able to continue? And he's like, just <laughs> shut up. And so you you had the surgery. I got the surgery, and now I'm here. And it just completely. But at any point, I can die again. You know, I think that's but, an important but, thing but, to remember. The, but this, I mean, it completely. Wiped out your funniness. Is that is that what happened? Yeah, I am no longer funny. That's right. <laughs> but you're going to be alive for a while. I like that you expected me to say that because <laughs> I did that. I said that on the, you said the that. news. That was my favorite part. But I decided to yeah, say it myself. <laughs> well, I think that's fine because I just said that. That's not like part of a bit. I oh. Didn't, I didn't think. I really have lost part of my sense of humor and I didn't no, need you, to come you on have not. another medium and have to admit that to the people. <laughs> the 12 and a half American people that listen to this. <laughs> What if it, you know what, what if it made you funnier? 
and then you elected to have the surgery again because I you just felt like it was away going away. Pieces of the brain until yeah. I make the joke. What if, what if really yeah. it was just continue to make you funnier, and finally there's just nothing left of your brain, and the doctor's no longer willing to do it, and you have to go to you know Europe somewhere to have potulate surgery. And it's just all and, I have left is JA. But you're getting funnier and funnier. And and there's a and then there's a you know, on Time magazine the cover is like, Was it worth it? in a picture of you and part of your brain being removed and it's in a jar next to you and there's a pineapple on the other side. Yeah. And you look confused. This what do you think? It's very specific. It look I'll look about the way I am now. I can't <laughs> believe you've gone into this much depth. <laughs> well, I mean, you're you're doing great. This movie has changed things, though. You're getting people are taking pictures of you. You're getting picture requests every every day, every moment that you're out now. No, that's not true at all. When that people would be see so you, so bizarre. No, but I, I mean, I walked what around today a little eighty percent of the people that see me. Yeah, maybe if they if they stop five percent, one out of twenty people, I think maybe. Okay, okay. Seems like a photo shoot. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of taking photographs. It really is a bummer. You and I have talked about this a lot, but sometimes our life situation is wholly controlled by the era that we live in. Yeah. You know, I mean, we wouldn't... It's just true. It's the, people. Everyone has a phone on their camera now. So now anytime they see something they want to take a picture of, they'll stop and they'll take a picture. It, you know, even if it's a celebrity or a pseudo-celebrity like myself... Yeah. You know, that's still the aim. That that wouldn't have happened, you know, in the early 1900s. They would have, I mean, it would have been cumbersome when they started doing those, like, bulb flash where, you know, it explodes. Yeah. When they take, and you got to put the curtain over yourself. That would be much more awkward than somebody not <laughs> figuring out how to open their camera app, you know. Because then it doesn't go off or it's overexposed. you got to stick around for another 20, 30 minutes. Um, or the sketch pad. Yeah, that, that, that's another one. I, I wish that even before that, you know, in the 1700s, people would be going, hey, excuse me, excuse me, my girlfriend loves you. Do you mind just holding still? I want to sketch you with her. Can I do a cave drawing of you? Yeah. I, uh, it's going to take a while. I need to find a sharp rock. Dizzy. Yeah, exactly. Now, famous people back then, it would be really difficult. What do you think, what do you think the celebrities were in caveman times? <laughs> uh, the, best the best hunters. hunters? Yeah, best hunters. That's about it, right? Yeah. And to some extent, that's really... Changed a bit now that we have food whenever we want it. Yeah, but it's often the best hunters for other resources. You know, the best businessmen, the men making the most money. Yeah. You know, you you told a funny story though about the going to see the movie and some kid at the. Uh, okay, so you go to see Transformers. Do you remember the story? I do. I didn't want to ruin too much of it. I'm trying to set it up like but a we've real already said like it. a real interviewer. I think we already said well, you it went on the to podcast. no no we were just talking about it. You were telling this story. How do I know time. you weren't recording it? No, no, no. I wasn't. Okay. Rule number one. How do I know you weren't recording it? No, I wasn't recording it. We, you told a story. It was a funny story about two. how you actually. You can't always Because I was have curious. I'm gonna, you know, I'm, I snuck into your movie. Mm-hmm. And I will continue to do so over and over again. Yeah, we might do it tomorrow night. Yeah. Uh, but you, this is, I thought they would just let you in for free since you're in the movie. No, not even a little bit. Yeah, that is not part of the deal. And so some kid afterwards approached TJ. Well, you know, I, I bought a ticket. He was sort of acting a little strange. And, uh, you know, I said, uh, you know, I mean, I wasn't being, you know, but I, I said, hey, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna go. And then I went and got popcorn. I came back and I said, which theater? And he said, uh, 36. Also, um, uh, you know, uh, I like you in the movie. I like your acting in general. <laughs> And it was kind of like, why didn't you, you should have said that before and then been like, yeah, yeah, here you can go in for free. I'm almost positive we talked about this. No, we didn't. Podcast. No, no, I promise we did not. It's not possible. Seriously. We were, we were, it was, it was, uh, after the show, we were just, we were talking late last night. I don't believe it. Yeah, it's true. Trust me. I'm never going to go back and check, but I'm, I'm positive it's never been on the podcast. It, it's never been on the Yeah, podcast. that's what I just said. So, yeah, I, yeah absolutely. <laughs> you don't ever do that? Change your position, but take an even stronger stance on it? And they don't notice? That's a good way to win an argument. Yeah, you can do that. Um, no, but that's the wrong move. Yeah. The move was, say, hey, I like you in the movie, go ahead in. That's the only power yeah. you have. Yeah. The only two good things about 
uh, working in a movie theater or being able to let people in for free. Yeah. Usually if you're looking for some, you know, some tail, a right. woman with a vestigial mm-hmm. tail. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or you get to see movies a lot for free. That's it. Uh, the popcorn. So he didn't free use, popcorn. He didn't use one of the whole things. I can I consider that part of the movie okay. thing. But yeah. yeah. Your movie going experience is free. It's true. And then also, you know, and I'm sure they give you free soda too. Yeah. You know, I mean it's it's very frustrating. He that's his one shot. Then it's a story. It's a story if you go, Yeah, I saw the guy from Transformers that let him in free and um he accidentally, he accidentally ended up giving me a shirt. You know? That's a story. A story is not, yeah, I saw the Transformers guy, and then he brought a ticket, and then he went, and he came back after he got popcorn asking, and I was like, hey, you're pretty good in the movie. <laughs> it's like, that's not, be, be a man. Be the yeah. guy that does, what, you know, make the story. That's my big thing. Well, make a story out of it. I've always said there's two kinds of people. Uh, there's the kind of people that believe there's two kinds of people. Mm-hmm. You. And, and then there's those other people uh, that don't believe that there's two kinds of people. And I'm neither of those. You're neither of those. Yeah. Oh, I see. I'm yeah. neither. Yeah. Time now for essential questions of, of human, human nature. nature. <laughs> essential questions. My son, uh, the other day, he was serious. He asked me... Um, he was serious. I've, I've gained a little weight. He asked me if I'm pregnant. Really? Yeah. Because he doesn't yet know that men can't get pregnant. Yeah. And uh, he's like, well, how come your belly's so big? My question is, when are you going to show him Junior? <laughs> the Danny DeVito Arnold Schwarzenegger film. <laughs> Where the hijinks that ensue are from an Arnold Schwarzenegger type man complaining about all the yeah. issues of pregnancy. I have that earmarked for his 14th birthday. I think that's the it's, right it's time. It's earmarked. I have a movie earmarked a for each year. people show it on the bar mitzvah. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. Um, is, that, is that a rude way to ask? Is that a good way to get someone to go on a diet uh, to ask them if they're pregnant? Yeah, with a woman, certainly. With a man, it doesn't work as well because if you're an adult man and you ask another man, hey, what are you pregnant? It's sort of like, I don't know what you're talking about. But I feel like it. I feel like it works better with a man, really, if you get a young person, because it really, it got me going. Really? Yeah. It, it was like, I don't really want my son to think I'm going to give birth at some point. Really? And then he asked if I had balls under my shirt. No. Yeah. Now, I think and he, he was- Did he ju- ask you to prove it? I kind of think he was busting me a little bit. He was, was kind of busting, busting my balls, balls a little he bit. He thought he was joking Later, you, April or? was like, I think he was busting your balls. Oh, because you came up to her afterwards and you're like, gosh, really? Did you see that? And she was, like, she was really like, I think I was he was fat. giving me a hard time. But he did. He thought I was fat. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's sad that he said that, but sadder still that you took it to heart and hurt your feelings. No, it didn't hurt my feelings. It just made it was a wake-up call. As to maybe to gender issues. maybe to uh, lose a little weight ah. or to try to get pregnant. So, are you thankful that I was, yeah. you know <laughs> to are find you, a way? Are you thankful that he, uh, you know, that he pointed this out? Yeah, I've, uh, I lost nice a little weight and I came out on this trip and I've I've gained it right back. The the terror of the plane crash and then just being out here in this. I've been eating a lot of corn and was, it's just worst, it's, 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 it's come right back. The worst thing that has happened in the history of anything is that. <laughs> these lower level hotels, because we always stay at the nicest Hilton Garden Inns in the United States. Yeah. Um, you know, they always have a 24 hour market open now. Yeah. Right? And the market is not a market. There's no pears or fresh no, fruits or. It's not, yeah. <laughs> and there are bags of pickles <laughs> and there are every kind of candy that you could ask for and potato chips and toenail clippers. That's, <laughs> that's what you can get at the fresh Hilton market. Yeah. Yeah. You were considering renting shoes this week. Yeah, I was. Are there was. things you shouldn't rent? Are there... Well, you know, we talked about this. I don't know. I I don't. I think shoes are. I think you should be able to rent shoes, and you can, right? At the you can rent shoes at a tuxedo place. That's what I was talking about doing. But then I thought about it. And it's like it's forty dollars. That's just going to go away. The people, nobody coming to the show is going. You know, what's the deal with this guy? Why, no one sees your shoes? shoes. Yeah. I think the least important part of your outfit as a performer is your shoes. That's what as you a stand up. Because really, yeah. I don't think no one can see your shoes. Plus, if, they, if your shoes are crazy, uh, it just seems funny. I don't think it matters. Really? Yeah. I see, I disagree. I gotta really? say, yeah. Well, you've, you've had perfectly good shows and your shoes have been fine. They haven't been always great, you know? I mean, and every you think single it's a shoe time, problem. it's a shoe problem. Yeah. Okay. It's not the material. It's not me not being funny. It's a shoe problem. Yeah. Are you more of a, a breasts close together or far apart person? 
I don't know anybody people, that's a, a breast talk or about, heart guy. A lot of people talk about, you know, I'm a breast guy or a leg guy, but they don't talk about the uh, the distance between the breasts. I think nobody's really a best a breast far apart guy, are no? they? Some people, if they have an extra wide uh, uh, honey stick, maybe they that's prefer they really the. Like. It has to be pretty <laughs> wide, there, sister. I mean, I will say this: you don't think they, anyone likes? I don't the... know. I mean, they look good in dresses sometimes. If the, you can see a lot of breast plate, I guess. It's also a question, it's like, how much breastplate you want on your lady before they become tits? You know what I mean? You don't think there's anyone out there with I like a wide... lot of breastplate on my ladies. There's somebody that... I'd like to be able to eat a full entree off of my woman's chest. Come on. There's people out there that, uh, that, that like all sorts of things. I, I know people that like to put people's feet in their mouths, all kinds of oh, stuff. Oh, disgusting. Yeah. I don't believe a word yeah, of that. It, That's unholy. All sorts of things. Some people eat pineapples so that they're... Ejaculate tastes better. I mean, I'm sure there's someone You've out heard there that, though, that likes. Yeah, yeah, I, I heard. You that. know, it's true. Yeah, I, I. That's why I eat so I much cilantro. Test, I did test for a month. That's weird. Yeah, because you love you like those garnish ejaculate. I like I like a garnish ejaculate. I, uh, I, you know, I tried it for a month. <laughs> I ate pineapple. Yeah. And every single time I tasted my own semen, it was sweet. It was so sweet. <laughs> The sweetest semen why, that there ever. Why was. did you taste your own? Uh, I couldn't find anybody else to taste it. You yeah, know? I just no one would agree to it. Did you ever do the flexibility test just to see if you could, uh, you know, suck your own penis? The flexibility test yeah. to see if I could suck my own penis. Yeah, I did. I think I could almost get it all the way in there. You know, I had all my ribs removed before that though because I just thought they were ugly. <laughs> Uh, moving along to a section we like to call, uh, well, it's a working title. Yeah. Uh, we like to call it uh, uh, Tweedalize. That's a, a working title. That is one of the working titles. Can I say, Can I before we go into Tweedalize, are you going to do Practical Living in the Modern Age? No, yeah, but let's do it right now. So one of the things I was wondering, this is just your opinion. Mm-hmm. If you're dating someone... Mm-hmm. And you break up with them, should they still listen to the podcast? Or more importantly, should friends of their listen to your podcast? Does the isn't should the podcast go away when your presence from a person's personal life goes away? Yes. Yeah, I think so too. I think it's really weird if you you know, and I don't know a lot of people with podcasts, but I was talking to somebody about how I think the he, Twitter account goes away. I think everything goes yeah, away. I, Facebook, he, he Twitter, up, podcast. Broke up with his girlfriend, but she and he stopped following her on Twitter, but she kept following him. And apparently she kept listening to the podcast, but not only she did, all of her friends kept listening to his podcast. There's nothing good about that. Why no. you don't get just like you can't if your loyalty is to the girl and you won't be friends with the person anymore, then why keep listening to the podcast? Why keep following on Twitter? The only thing that you're going to get is it's one of two things. One, you're kind of quietly betraying your friend because you're continuing to be involved with their ex-significant other. And two, you're really just sort of looking for bad things that you're going to communicate to the other person. You're an agent of sadness or destruction or your own humiliation no matter what. It's just... There's no upside yeah, to it. Yeah, we're in total agreement. And you yeah. can trick you can trick yourself, I think, into saying, well, you know, I enjoyed this beforehand. I liked it. But it's really like, just stop. Just There are yeah. other podcasts. There's other Twitter accounts. Just like you shouldn't ever check the Facebook or the Twitter of an ex-significant other. Ever. There's nothing well, good okay. about it. Unless you become... Do you a, disagree? Well, you unless think? you become... Uh, if you, There are breakups where you become friends a year later. Where you, well, you maintain the friendship. That's it's an thing. amicable breakup. Yeah, that's I have, I have ex-girlfriends thing. that are truly friends that even have come but over. Do you and, go on their Twitter? Um, well, like I have one uh, girl that we dated for about five years. It was a very amicable breakup. We've been friends ever since. We've been friends much longer than we dated. And uh, she's a maybe, friend of my family now. She comes out and babysits it. the maybe kids. Maybe that's the turn. It's got to be really a but good I'm friendship. But I'm going to use though. your addendum and say yeah. <laughs> an ex. Girlfriend or boyfriend is only – you can only consider them a friend once you've been friends longer than you dated. What do you think about that? That's a good one. That is a good I would one. even say if yeah. you're married for 10 years, you're divorced and you've been friends for five years, 
you're still ex-husband and wife more than your friends mm-hmm. until you overtake that thing. Yeah, I agree with you. So you know, I don't, I'd like to add to this practical living. I think there's a certain age where uh, it's too late for you to have a, a falling out. Uh, in fact, don't have a falling out with with your parents. Just just don't. It doesn't. I, the whole like I'm not on speaking terms with my parents when you yeah, talk you to people. Said this. Yeah, have yeah. have be on speaking terms. Have I we mentioned this on the show? Right. No, but I because because someone's right. gonna someone's to gonna die at some point, and you're gonna be you're gonna regret not being on speaking terms. It's there's no time. There's it's no way around time. it. Now, there are you have to be on speaking now, terms. There are loopholes to this. Though. Okay, there are loopholes. You know, if you're if there were parents for the, longer than you've been friends. Yes, that's right. <laughs> no, if it's a parent that's you know done some sort of injury insult, if there was molestation. Rape, abuse, anything like exactly, that. yeah. Then you should something, be on speaking something terms. terrible. But yeah, it has anything but short it, of that. If you this person drives me them, crazy, or, that's not enough. Are they wronged you? Are they lied to you? Or they said something awful to your your wife or your husband? Just let that go because I mean, you're going to end up regretting it. It just seems like there's more stories. I'd go as far to say as if you're listening to a podcast of a friend of yours's significant other or if you're going on your significant your ex your ex's twitter your ex's facebook you're wasting your own life let me say that because mm-hmm. you could be using that time to strengthen your friendship with that person mm-hmm. that you're kind of sneaking around behind their back to listen to the podcast to go on the twitter or more importantly you're just wasting your life cuz you could use that time you know, to strengthen all your relationships. I think people, and I, I'm guilty of this, but we spread our, our energy too thin nowadays, just like we divide our attention among too many things. You don't have to do that. You're still going to die. There isn't like some, well, I've seen every all the news today. I know everything that's going on today. We're worrying too much about that, and we're not worrying enough about, you know, who have I said I was going to call and I should be calling and I should call them. Yeah. Instead of going on Gawker.com or Perez Hilton and being like, I should read real periodicals, just do that. And that, that's an interesting – across the board, I'd say practical living in the modern age, if you're complaining about something and you don't have the time to do it, that's okay. But if there's any time in your day that is just – it's just sheerly laziness that is preventing you from doing something – I think you shouldn't be allowed to complain. And I wish there was a government program that enforced that. <laughs> Wait, you have to be more specific. You've, changed, uh, you've moved on to a different point here. Well, I'm sort of making I – mean, you know, I'm expounding upon this original idea, which is like you, time, you know. Kate and I have this theory that time is God, and I'll explain all that later. Um, you know, but it's, all, it's such a precious commodity. Don't waste it. I wish I had more time. How are we going to spend our time, you know? How much more time do we have together? We have so little time. We should really – well, it's great spending some time with you. All that stuff, it's ever-present. Everything is measured against it. It's omnipotent, omnipresent, and omniscient because there's nothing that occurs that it isn't party to. I, you know, I think there's something to that that like we should be looking at our time more and not – you don't – you know, saving time isn't – so I'm just saying we're we're using our time incorrectly in a lot of ways. Well, it's our most valuable commodity because it is valuable. it is it is finite. You have a limited amount of yeah. it, but it was strangely, and we don't even know the specifics. Time itself is infinite. We, we only have a finite period of existence within it. We think that it's infinite. I don't even know. I don't even know as a fact if it is. Well, just argue against this point, which is, do you think time existed before we yes. were here? Yes, and Do I you think, think it'll, it'll exist afterwards? I think so, but... So then that's infinite. But I don't understand the universe. These are human terms we're putting on this thing that we live inside of, which we don't quite understand. But there is, a but time, I, I, there is an perhaps entity which is There's possibly I'm being a little we argumentative. Can describe it, yeah. yeah. Well, but we I understand. describe it, but this, my, by me going like this with this, that happened over a period of time. Right. The only way there, even when you close your eyes in a sensory deprivation tank, this is the Aristotle version of this. Mm-hmm. The Aristotelian view is that um, <laughs> that even if you're in a sensory deprivation tank and you close your eyes and there's no senses or anything, you'll still feel the passage of time. That will only be the thing that passes. Mm-hmm. You won't know if it's day or if it's night, how long right. it's been. You won't know. If you you know if you still have your body, if any of that stuff, but you do feel the passing of time, right? 
Right. Just like a lot of people right now are like, this guy's wasting my time talking about time so much. <laughs> no, you know, as they're listening to this, listening they're to checking it. an ex-girlfriend's uh, Facebook Twitter account. Twitter and Facebook, yeah. And they're that. getting upset about yeah, something that, that person oh, wrote. Sure, yeah, no doubt. And they're looking at pictures that they shouldn't have ever looked but at. But to come back to it, I mean, isn't that what it is? It's you're wasting your life if you ever go on the Facebook or the Twitter of a person that you've stopped dating. There's nothing good that can come out of it. If if you're, yeah. If if you don't Even, have, if some you're people not will lie to themselves and go, well, you know, I'm just trying to get closure by continuing mm-hmm. to go on the the website. That I just want to see what they're up to. You don't need to. They're done. They're gone. It's interesting that people have such a tough time splitting from people that they spend a lot of time from, like totally cutting them off. When when you interact with a stranger. You know, even if it's a great interaction, once they leave, you'll never think about them again. You won't worry about them. You won't want to check up on them. None of that. Don't you think that's strange? Um, well, no, because you, this person had an impact on you. They're part of your memories, and it's, those memories are more but other people indelible have, than just someone you meet on an airplane. Yeah, but other they're a part of your – I guess it's this idea of – the they length about, of time you are with them. They talk about parallel You're, you're saying time is God. You're saying time is this important. Yeah. The length of time you're with these people uh, increases the amount you're going to think about them afterwards, depending on how long you That's a selfish thing, though, because that's only how much they were involved in your universe. There's this idea of parallel universes, you know, that, that physicists talk about. But somebody made a great analogy of it, and I think this is very interesting, is that your universe is your entire life and everything that you've come into contact with. Now, you know that there's another person living in Idaho Idaho, right now, which is – I don't know who they are, but they live in Idaho. So they're living in Idaho. Who is it? Yeah. And, you know, it's sort of that thing of like they have a whole universe that you'll never come into contact with. They have all the relationships, all the same things. It's just a little bit bizarro. It's different. They look a little different. They're experienced a little different. But essentially, it's part of the same fabric of this existence on Earth. That's what the universe is like as a whole. It's pretty okay. good, right? It, that's a good practical living in the modern age. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, I mean, it's... I it's got a, one more. I just want to throw okay. one more in okay. here. And that is when somebody kind of goes off and, and expands an idea that started with practical living in the modern yeah. age, one of the practical things you shouldn't do in contemporary times is kind of say like, oh, yeah, that was a good practical living in the modern age. <laughs> no. I'm saying it makes that doesn't have any, That doesn't have anything to do with you. <laughs> I'm talking about experience I had when I did a podcast in college. <laughs> With a guy named Jash Feevy. <laughs> That's a weird coincidence. But he pronounced it Jash Feevy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's finish up with maskers. Well, let's do Tweetalize. I interrupted. I went no, on. No, because I'm not sure. Well, okay. Tweetalize. You, um, sure. We got to get out some of your stuff. I mean, you've had some oh. real cracker jacks oh, lately. Oh, right, right. I'm serious um, about that. Some people... Uh, you know, call it tweetalize, but you know, other people have different. Well, that's uh, pretty much the only thing people call it, right? All right, uh, so let's start reading these tweets. You think? <laughs> other people, other you know, uh, other people call it. Uh, Josie's on a vacation far away. Come around and talk it over. So many things that I want to say. <laughs> You know I like my girls a little bit older. I just want to use your love tonight. Yeah, I just want to use your love tonight. You, you I just want to tweet. tweet you, yeah, you didn't say tweet in any of that. Because he was reading. I know, I couldn't remember the lyrics. 12 and a half. He was reading the read lyrics it. off his I read computer and he forgot they wanted, to include I just want to tweet your love. I got into the song. I got into the song. I can't believe that is the that worst tweetalized situation we've tweet ever had. Tweet your love tonight. I was waiting for you to say tweet your love tonight. I, I didn't and then know you when did to it. do it. I didn't you know when to do it. <laughs> you got it. I didn't know when to do it. I should have just done tweeting in no, the no. sky. I, think, I honestly, diamonds. I truly, I think you've lost your, your privileges for this, <laughs> this pod. This is a hot and tasty so far. There's plenty of philosophy on it. But Tweeting I, in no, the I don't sky think you can. I don't diamonds. think you should. I think you should punish yourself okay. right now. Okay. I really do. I feel terrible. You just simply sang I, Josie's Girl. It was terrible. Right? Yeah. I've, I've jumped a shark. All right. 3D. That's three days ago. Cash Levy yeah. wrote, the ability to be in two places at the same time would be the best superpower. You think that's better than flight or invisibility? 
Well, I think that the biggest pain that I have in my life often is trying to make the decision between two options uh, at any given time. And if I could split myself and be in both places at once, it would be great. And guess what I'd get to do? What? I would I would get to be uh, I, I would I would get to be really you know frivolous, and at the same time, you know whatever the pineapple is, I'm trying to remember. Oh, functional. I, I'd get to be functional and festive at the same time. Yeah, oh, I would have one f- festive choice <laughs> and just, one functional. I, I get choice. to be frivolous and fornicating all at the same time. It's just whatever. You know what I'm saying though? Because yeah. that's really what it is. You often have a choice between doing something really fun or something you really should be doing for your career or something of that nature and you can't decide. You don't know how to treat yourself. Uh, and that balance is impossible and I'd like to be in two places at once. I think it'd be a great superpower. Yeah, it's that Nietzschean approach to the Dionysus versus the Apollo. The but Apollo someone tweeted back being like... functional and the yeah. Dionysian being festive. Yeah. yeah, it's true. It's terrible. The decisions you have to end up making... Uh, and but no one agreed with me. I got a lot of tweets back. Really? People are like, "You got to fly, dude." Mm-hmm. Seriously, I don't think flight is as good as a lot of the other ones. You can fly in your dreams. Um, <laughs> uh, I was wondering, you use this a lot, but there was a yeah. your three legged trilogy, yeah, or your uh, your trillo legs. <laughs> uh, I thought that was interesting. Why is it never a three legged race? That's so clearly not. Mm. The, no one pronounces it like that. Why don't yeah. they pronounce it three legged race? So it's always a yeah. three-legged race. Sometimes they call it a sack race, right? And they just assume you're going to use three legs. But you know what? They, they but when I sack race, because, I use all four legs. Yeah, when I sack race, it's just my balls against whichever sacks are ready to, <laughs> to slog through, to sprint. <laughs> this sack's gone to sprinting. Seriously, though, read the one thing about the three-legged race. A three-legged race is the best place to fall in love. Don't you think? Yeah, tips I bet for a summer. lot of people have uh, fallen in love. You know, during a three-legged race. What do you think? I think you're right. I mean, it definitely, it shows you immediately. The problem is if you fall, does that say that you're not going to have a great relationship? Because you're already not working. I think it sh- if you fall and you both laugh, it's fine. I think you have to be, syn- it shows your synchronicity. That's true, too. All right. So then right after that, you wrote. They should do three-legged races at a wedding to make sure that the couple, in fact, every couple should three-legged race to the altar. What do you think? Not Practical every Practical living in the modern age. Yeah, not every couple. Well, if, if it's a couple that one of them's Here's in a wheelchair, you, how about this? If you want to, if you want to sort of pep up your wedding <laughs> ceremony, walk down the aisle in three-legged race. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then after that, you wrote, "If I ever lose a leg, I'll spend most of my time three-legged racing." Again, hashtag tips for summer. I think that's a good point. You know, if you want to go running and you only have one leg, enter a three-legged race. Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, and finally, you said centipedes are ineligible for all three-legged races. <laughs> Tips for summer, hashtag three-legged trilogy. I think that's very funny. I mean, do you think centipedes are ever upset? Do, do they have, I mean, what, they have 100 legs? So 100 do, they ever have, they, do they ever have 199-legged races? They have as many as 300 legs. We talked about this. And so yeah. they could have a 234-legged race. They could have a 559-legged race. race. Yeah. I, mean, I don't think they take advantage of their legs enough. They really don't. They must take them for granted. I know I take for granted that I have two legs a lot. That's another yeah. thing. If you're feeling down, just be glad that you only have that you have two legs instead of a hundred. Yeah. Speaking of granted, I'm going to have to eat the rest of this tombstone now that you're alive. I mean, I love covered nougat. With nougat. It's a nougat covered tombstone, which is also <laughs> my favorite type of tombstone pizza. <laughs> when people say, "What do you want on your tombstone?" I say, "Nougat." <laughs> Let's finish up with the maskers. Let's do it. Let's finish up. I'm looking around for a maskers here. Um, In the meantime, let me write another. Not write, but let me let me tell you another another great one. Um, so that uh, okay. So these two are a little strange. This is an amazing watchdog. Something that has no never been said about a golden retriever. That's yeah. true. Yeah. They're exceptionally bad uh, watchdogs. This other one that I wanted to ask you about, I don't believe that <laughs> Doubting Thomas even existed, but maybe I'm just trying to beat him to the tunch, the punch. Yeah. The tunch. Who is Doubting Thomas? You've heard about, you know, a Doubting Thomas? Like, a, it's an expression? Like, oh, he's a Doubting Thomas. I've heard of a Doubtful I mean, Daryl. A, a, a cynic, basically. He's a real doubting Thomas. Yeah, he's a doubting you know, my, Thomas. It's a real expression. My wife is burping Thomas. That's so I've heard of a. You know what? You were Thomas. being a doubting Thomas when you thought there weren't softwood floors. Really? Yeah, 
But there had to be an original Doubting Thomas, right the first that, one, man. right? And that first one uh, must have been very cynical to have yeah. people call him that. And so for me, not believing that he exists... Um, you're trying to be the first. I'm trying to You're beat him to the cynicism. The a priori, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I don't think that probably got one laugh, or I think, but people may have uh, probably just deleted it my was, uh, it was, Twitter. And account. I was met with a lot of confusion. You know, if a, if a, if an ex girlfriend was out there reading that, yeah. I don't think it hurt her feelings. You know, um, that's better. Hopefully, you have the ones that aren't checking on your shnannies. Yeah, here's one. John Stanko writes uh, M or D nil. A pair of Drahut Ginerti. And then he wrote, trying too hard for a palindrome. Really? <laughs> That's, I'd say yes to that. <laughs> I like that. Uh, here's somebody that was in uh, uh, Brazil. Uh, this is uh, Brazil Booty Hunter. Uh, this new chant is really catching on here in Brazil. Big nips, no tips. Yeah. Big nips, no tips. Yeah, I mean, the World Cup, I do wonder if there's a lot of people that are yelling, you know, instead of, you know, big hips, no tits, big hips, no tits. <laughs> I I have yet to, I need to go back to sporting <laughs> events and start getting that you going. You should. And I also, you know, I don't know if, if guys are saying big tits, no hips, which I think is okay to chant also, but the yeah. real winner is big hips, no tits. I mean, you want it to be a real pear shape on that lady. <laughs> What about, there's no commentary. Big hips, no tits, very small stem-like head. Big hips, no tits, very small stem-like head. We don't care, we don't care, as long as she looks exactly like a pear. As long as it rhymes, right? Do you think that would catch on? Big hips, These are mainly no uh, women's volleyball games that you yell these things, right? I've been trying to, I'm trying to cross You're over to into grow. curling, yeah, a lot of different you know, women's bonsai competition. Um, this is one, Jonas Polsky. Uh, Snanner tacking, which is when you put a tack under a person's seat whose name is Snanner. <laughs> and you say, Snanner, have a seat. You sit on that tack. Oh, boy, you've never seen it. You've never seen a Snanner snarl so hard. Uh Jonas Polsky, friend of the show, writes: uh, "Is an all-out, is an all-oral sex relationship considered a fellationship? Fellationship? Yeah, I like that. A fellationship. Yeah, a fellationship. That's a really good one. If yeah. It's a fellationship. If your entire uh, I like that. relationship we're, we're is in a based fella- around yeah. fellatio, we're in a fellationship. Yeah, I like that. Uh, you know, you can say, uh, you know, if you're if you if it's mostly just." Uh, uh, kind of lingus uh but if okay so if it's based on female oral sex and you really feel like you're a team and it's you it's you two against the world and and the 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 oral sex is really the basis of that belief yeah uh then it's kind of lingus against them <laughs> and that was the furthest i could have gone to get back to that point <laughs> And it was a waste of time. Actually, I, no, had a, I have a heart monitor that goes off, that went off just then when uh, when my my heart rate goes up to a point because the joke is so bad. And well, I've no, it's so just it's together. time for you to have another surgery, right? Yeah, I think that's it. I've just I've, yeah. I've lost. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, last awesome. one. Um, last one. John Stanko again. Uh, should we completely abolish the phrase "my flavor," my favorite flavor, and replace it with "my favorite"? That would save time. My favorite. It's my favorite flavor is my favorite. Yeah, I think that's a really good one. You say my favorite is uh, chocolate chip. My favorite is chocolate yeah. chip. Yeah, my favorite is cookie dough birthday cake remix. Yeah, yeah. I think he's yeah. absolutely right. Yeah. That's a good one. What's another one that we could sort of combine that would take favorite flavor? Something that you hate. Um, yeah, you're... Your what about a pet peeve? That's your biggest pet peeve. So it's your pet. I'm thinking pet peeve. Oh, the biggest pet peeve. Oh, you know what it is? Here's mm-hmm. what it is. Okay. If your biggest pet peeve is when somebody leaves, then that's your pet peeve. Okay. If somebody leaves in the middle of a conversation, <laughs> that's my biggest pet peeve. That's my pet peeving. That's my f- favorite joke of the show. <laughs> Listen, you were, we got to get out of Nebraska. We got to uh, get is out. Is there of anything? 
We, we got to go. We got to get out of Nebraska I mean, I tomorrow. I want to, but there's, I know that somewhere there is one more. I need to check and see if there's one more corn to shuck. Okay. Okay. Because there's nothing left for you to do here in Nebraska. You're going to get in trouble if you stay. You think so? Yeah, I think you're. You, you've had. A, right, you spent a lot one, of time here. I'm afraid you're going to do something. See. There's nothing wrong. I, I think just, you're going to do something. Okay, then I need to see one more thing before I leave. I, I'm not going to say I want to go see a man about a horse, but I am going to say that the horse relates to the cave topics that we were manning earlier on in this flounder session, which is a conversation that's floundered a lot. <laughs> a <Whoa>. flounderation. <laughs> Josie's on a vacation. I don't It doesn't take away from the fact that you forgot to say tweet. I know. I'm aware of that. Now leaving nerdist.com.